Hi, and welcome to The After Show, a new weekly podcast by Apre, a digital platform that connects experienced professional women with companies seeking talent and diversity. Join our community at apregroup.com. That's A-P-R-E-S group.com. I'm Jennifer Gefsky, your host and co-founder of Apre. Each week, I'll be talking to women who inspire, speakers, authors, coaches, and other experts with valuable tips and insights, along with employers who are hiring women returning to work or just repositioning their careers. Jamie Krowitz is a Managing Director and Global Head of Talent at Fitch. She's responsible for figuring out creative ways to attract top talent to Fitch, and today I get to speak with her about the amazing program she helped create called Credit Path. It's a great program that helps women get back into the workforce. Hi, Jamie, and welcome to The After Show. Thanks so much. I want to talk a little bit first about Fitch, because I feel that Fitch is one of those companies that's been around a long, long time, and yet I feel when I talk to people about Fitch, they're not quite sure what Fitch is or what it does. So let's start there. Why don't you give us a little background about Fitch? Sure thing. You're right that we've been around for quite some time. Several years ago, we celebrated our 100th anniversary, um, which was very exciting, um, which our age definitely solidifies our importance in the marketplace. We are a credit ratings agency, so we rate debt. And we have all sorts of different product areas. We rate corporates, we rate sovereigns, we rate um, insurance companies and banks and all sorts of different transactions, securitized transactions as well. And we are an integral player in the marketplace because of that. Um, The interesting thing about being a company that's 100 years old, um, but we are relatively small despite that stability, despite that um, importance in the marketplace. And as I'm saying, the interesting thing is that being a smaller player gives you a lot of flexibility. And we always like to think of ourselves as an entrepreneurial company, despite our age, uh, because we have that flexibility and we can innovate and really push ourselves for new ideas and new participation um, with our employees and flexibility. And I think that we kind of have a situation where we have the best of all both worlds, the old um, stability and reputation of an, a very well-tenured company, but yet the nimbleness and entrepreneur um, spirit, if you will, um, of a smaller company, global company, but smaller relative to some of our peers. Well, and it, it's so interesting because we've been obviously talking to your company for, for some time, and I have to say that everyone that I have met at Fitch is wonderful. So I don't know if I've met just like you've rolled out the best of the best employees, but it just seems like such an amazing culture, such a wonderful place that's a thoughtful place to be. You know, it's so, I'm so impressed that you could learn that and feel that um, in somewhat limited interactions with us, but I can definitely corroborate that. Um, Our culture is 
I would say it's it's exceptional in so many ways. And I've worked in a, several different industries and I'd never before Fitch worked in financial services. And I have to admit that I was a bit intimidated um, before I came here um, because you hear about the Wall Street and the type A personalities and the intensity um, of financial services. And when I came here, I could not believe just what you're saying, how nice everybody is, how respectful everybody is toward each other, and a real collaborative spirit. Um, Fitch, Fitch's ratings process is by committee. There's not a single person ever responsible for a rating. So I think that leads to a very team-oriented um, culture and we have collaboration and working together and working in teams embedded in our actual workflow and work process. So I think that helps set the tone um, in a lot of ways. And I think that invites um, and attracts the talent who enjoy working in that kind of environment. So I think you're right on target with that assessment of, of our culture. Well, and you're certainly partially at least responsible for that as global head of talent. And I'm really looking forward to talking about Credit Path, which is your return to work program. But before we talk about that, I'd love for you to tell us about the other programs that Fitch offers in terms of um, educational programs for its employees or interns. Uh, well, I would be happy to talk about that. And if you'll indulge me, I'll just rewind a little bit to tell you about the genesis of my role, because I do think it's um, relevant to this, this conversation. Um, during the credit crisis, um, and when the regulations were passed that, um, for the first time, really, um, training and competency for ratings agencies and other financial services companies were for the first time regulated. And Fitch has a very long tradition of mentoring and training, but not necessarily at a company-wide level. So we had pockets of really exceptional training, learning on the job, learning, um, experiential opportunities, etc. but nothing where we were um, systematic about it. And we made sure that everybody had a similarly meaningful opportunity. And when all of a sudden we were regulated in this area, Fitch made the decision that they were not going to take the path of least resistance in terms of training and just kind of do the regulatory check the box. They decided that they would take the opportunity to make a meaningful training and learning platform for the entire company. And I'm telling that story just because I feel it's so indicative of the leadership and the kind of learning culture that they were so committed to. And that's when they brought, they created a position, they brought me in. And since I've been here, to answer your question, We've done a lot of different, um, very new, very innovative programming. We've introduced Fitch Credit Academy, which is our analytical training program. And it's a multifaceted program with a core curriculum, 10 specialized curricula for each of our product groups, mentoring embedded in that, on-the-job learning embedded in that. And that is sort of our premier technical training platform. Uh, we've also introduced Fitch Management Academy, uh, and that is both 
both foundational management training and also leadership development and training. Uh, so that is a fairly, a bit newer than Fitch Credit Academy and really I think speaks to um, our company and the leadership's investment in developing our talent, both the technical skills and also the leadership skills. Uh, so I think in terms of our sort of flagship developmental programs, I would highlight those two. Um, we'd also, we've introduced in the past couple of years, um, a campus pipeline where we have summer analyst, more or less an internship program that le then leads to an analytical graduate training program, which then of course leads to um, on to your career as a credit ratings analyst here at Fitch. So really becoming, um, as I get deeper into my tenure, I think really becoming a very developmentally focused um, company and culture. Which I think fits no, so nicely for women returning to the workforce to come into a culture where educating its employees is uh, something that the company uh, take seriously because there is an on-ramping that takes place when a woman has been out of the workforce and, and returned. So let's, that's a perfect segue to talk about Credit Path. So tell, and I'm, and I'm very excited to say that we've partnered together on Credit Path and, um, and I'd love for you to tell us the genesis of Credit Path and also what it is. Okay, I'd, I'd be very pleased to talk about the program. We're quite proud to be introducing that this year as, as more or less our newest talent program. Um, and when we were looking at um, our strategic um, talent pool and and the growth, the potential growth of the company um, that aligns with our um, strategic planning, um, we recognized that we would need to focus on um, bringing in um, a, or expanding our talent pool to support our growth. And because, as I mentioned before, we're a very entrepreneurial company, we have a little bit bit um, more of a diverse, if you'll allow me to use that expression, strategic plan, not just about our ratings business, but really more broadly about our information services business. So we were thinking about how do we bring in talent that can flex a little bit um, more, out, not just with ratings, but just in, in terms of the way our business, um, want. we were hoping our business would grow and develop. So when we were looking at how do we attract a talent pool of experienced professionals that can help us grow the company, we were thinking strategically and trying to think creatively about untapped talent, an untapped talent pool and resources that could help us do that. I mentioned earlier that we, um, we do our ratings work by committee and that is specifically to celebrate different perspectives, different experience, different knowledge base to bring to the table a well-rounded and diverse opinion about the work that we do. And we really approached um, this challenge about expanding our talent pool from much the same perspective. And all roads led to women who are looking to come back into the workforce and how do we help them uh, transition back? 
as I mentioned earlier, we now have quite a deep bench, if you will, of training programs. So we felt that um, we could fairly easily provide a robust training opportunity and on-ramping. And between the management training, the credit training, the mentoring um, culture and tradition here at Fitch, we thought, wow, this could be a very, very powerful opportunity for us. Um, you know, a lot of the bigger companies are doing the re-entry programs, but in a niche business like Fitch, it's fairly unusual. But because we have the infrastructure and the talent-oriented mentality here, we felt that this could really be a huge win and a huge opportunity both for Fitch and also to bring women back who are looking to come back and looking for that um, pathway back to the workforce. And, and I talked about the people that I've met at Fitch and how wonderful they all seem to be. And, and I'm going to give a shout out here to Jessalyn Morrow, who... Yes, I'm so happy you did that. <laughs> she participated uh, a little bit in, in the event we did together. Um, and she is a managing director and an analytical sponsor of the Credit Path program. And I just wanted to read a quote that she said about the program. Wonderful. Uh, so Jocelyn said this, quote, there is an underutilized talent pool of women who, after stepping back from their career for family commitments or other personal reasons, want to get back to work and are looking for a supportive environment that sets them up for success. I've been at Fitch my entire career. I know from experience that Fitch is a company that invests in its people professionally, but also personally. I am excited to help bring women back to work into the Fitch family, augmenting our capabilities as a company and expanding their career opportunities. I love this quote, and I love Jessalyn. And it's like, Jessalyn's one of those people, like when you meet her, you're like, I want to work with her. Like, she's just a very cool woman. She, she's a mom. She gets it. Um, she has a commute. She's, uh, she, I don't believe, has ever left the workforce, but she has certainly worked through all of the issues that as, as parents we all deal with. And I just, I just love this quote because I feel that it really you know, shows the support internally, um, not only by the organization, but by a manager director who's, who's a woman at Fitch. So let's talk in more detail about the program itself. And yeah. I know you're still accepting applications, but you're we coming are. close to the end of the application period. Is that right? That's right. I would encourage people to reach out to us, even if it's not the perfect fit or the perfect timing uh, for the program, because we are definitely a place that um, really celebrates talent and we'll keep in touch and maybe if not now, down the road. Um, so, okay, now I want to talk about the program. You've asked me about it and I keep going off on these exciting tangents. But the, the Credit Path program is a 10-week, I'm going to call it an internship program of sorts. Um, we are, the way that we think it's going to be structured and again, we're not going to finalize anything until we actually know the um, participants so that we can customize the program specifically to meet their needs. But we think it's going to be, let's say, a three-week centralized um, learning component where we'll do formal training. And the training will not be just the analytical and credit training, but other types of training. We've Every um, woman I've met who's interested in the program, I ask them, what are the things 
what are the gaps that you think that you have? And I always am very clear, this isn't a trick question. Um, I'm really interested to know that so that we can make sure to provide the proper support during the program because that's the point of the program. So we, I've had a lot of feedback that um, people are very interested in upskilling in Excel, for example. Excel is kind of a foundational tool that we use here um, in the ratings process and in the financial and analytical process. So we use it in a very sophisticated way. So that's something we'll do in those first three weeks. We'll do other things like um, presentation and communication skills. So really up, upskilling in the professional aspects um, of, of the um, of working in a corporate environment again. So all sorts of different things to make sure that for the next part of the program, everybody feels comfortable and that they could hit the ground running. And that part of the program, and we anticipate that maybe to be about five or six of weeks, um, will be we're going to place you with one of our analytical groups to do the actual work of our ratings analysts. So let's say somebody has a financial institution's background, we'll place them in our banks group and they'll have an embedded learning experience within that group and they will have an assigned mentor uh, to make sure that we are providing really holistic support. So not just formal training, not just assignments on the job, but also the mentoring and support. And then finally, the last part of the program, we'll bring everybody together again as a cohort um, to kind of I would say consolidate the learning, do any final projects, um, discussions, experiences, exercises, etc. to kind of consolidate and also to tie up any loose ends what to make sure that people got out of the program what they had intended to and like other internships that are part of a pipeline we are hoping to hire um, successful um, participants of the program um, into permanent positions with Fitch that would be a win-win I think for everybody so that is the idea of the program. I'm happy to, you know, go into detail if you'd like or not. Um, but that is, um, that's the idea and a little bit of um, visibility into what we have in mind. Well, I think it's also important to cover what are you looking for in applicants? Ah, it's a really good question. And again, I'm, I'm, um, I don't want to box us into a corner because, um, you know, we're flexible um, and we can be flexible. But here, here are kind of, here's the perfect profile, if you will, are some of the types of experiences that we think will lead to a successful um, partnership. Um, obviously, if anybody has ratings experience, we're thrilled to um, consider them. But a lot of people have credit experience in banks, for example, and that would be a terrific fit for us. Um, financial, um, analysis would be a great fit for us. Um, even industry experience, let's say in auditing, that would that could also be a very good fit for us. So obviously there has to be some background in the kind of work we do so that we can leverage that and build upon that um, and apply that within the ratings context 
but we have a lot of flexibility on what exactly that relevant experience could look like. I will say our, our biggest groups at Fitch are structured finance, financial institutions, corporates, and public finance. Public finance is um, what Jessalyn, she is head of our US public finance team. So those are our biggest groups and I would say those are probably, um, we have the most opportunity there. Um, but if people have industry experience, for example, in fund and asset management, we may be able to leverage that um, into one of our smaller groups, but nonetheless, um, we're happy to build upon that. Even if there's not a spot in our fund and asset management group, we will know how to um, take the background and, and fill any voids um, and make a really good placement um, at the end of the day. So we're flexible, but financial analysis, credit analysis, obviously those are going to be the best fits. And I think talking about something that's really important is your advice to women. So they've been out of the workforce, let's say, seven years, 10 years, and they're coming in to interview. What are you looking for and in addition to experience? What are you looking for in a candidate? What advice can you give women as far as interviewing skills and how to prepare for the interview uh, and how to talk about their career gap? Okay, it's a great question, and I'll probably put um, the obvious things aside, and they, people could Google it, and those obvious things, but just from the perspective of somebody who is doing a lot of interviewing right now, um, of um, women who have been out of the workforce, I would say that um, confidence is something that um, is really important. Um, you don't want to be overconfident. It's a bit of a tough, um, a tough line to find. Um, but I think that confidence in your experience, this is a program that's set up knowing that you've been out of the workforce. So nobody expects any applicants to come in and be able to hit the ground running. That's why we're doing this program to support that on-ramping to support that upskilling. So don't feel um, overly uh, insecure about the gap. We know that's exactly who we're looking for. Um, so a bit of confidence um, around that I think would present very well. And one thing in this, you know, I, I'm gonna really give advice with the interest of applicants and your audience in mind, because this is a something that I've noticed that has um, come up. We succinctness in answers and being able to answer a question to the point, I think is very important. Uh, we, a lot of times I think maybe getting at that little bit of nervousness about gap years, people try to, talk a lot and offer a lot of information in answer to a question. I would, I would have people think about and consider and even practice answering the question that's asked. Because I think a lot of times 
in work environments, it's very important to be able to succinctly present your point, present your rationale, um, present a business case. And I think the sharper that people are in being able to do that, the better they're going to present. Um, again, I've, in my experience now, um, interviewing for this program, I've realized that this is something that people are probably out of practice at um, because they haven't necessarily been in environments where that is something that is as valued and as visible and under a microscope as it would be in a professional environment. So I've actually already built into that three-week training program a communication skills um, workshop where we exactly address this point in answering a question and a being able to do it succinctly and to the point and in a compelling, in a compelling way. So that's something I would um, it, it's something I hadn't anticipated, but I'm giving real time, um, ex, you know, from my experience, advice to people out there. I think it's amazing advice. And, and you mentioned something that I think is so important, which you said, and even practice it. I would say definitely practice it. Yeah. I mean, I think getting in front of a mirror and answering questions that you know are going to be asked. I mean, the sort of the standard answers and practicing them over and over and over again. And then when you get into the situation, you know, not that it's going to sound like a rehearsed answer, it's just going to sound like a prepared answer and a prepared, succinct response. And I, I mean, I know women who have taken career breaks and they go into an interview and they give their resume and they haven't really like looked at their resume in depth. You know, they have something about a paper they wrote in college and this one particular person I'm thinking of was asked about it and she couldn't answer the question. Like mm -hmm. she hadn't given it thought for such a long time. And so I think, you know, the advice too is if it's on your resume or your CV, be prepared to talk about it. Be prepared to answer the questions um, that may arise just from the information you've submitted. Uh, I think that's so important. And you know, you've heard me talk about an elevator pitch and, and being able to succinctly state your own elevator pitch and who you are and what you're looking to do. So I don't think we talked about the start date because I want to just talk very nitty gritty. I want to talk start date and I don't also think we've covered location. So when is the 10 week program starting? Okay, this is a great question. We, um, we try to time the program if, if we anticipated that women might, mothers, um, would want to get their kids back in school and settled if they still have um, school-aged children. So we're starting at the end of September, September 25th, and we wanted to make sure that we ended before the, um, the December holidays. So it's September 25th through December 8th. That's the, the time frame of the program. And we are, this is our first time doing it. And we, it will be in our New York office. And the hope here is that it, if it's successful, we will then scale the program and do it at least in our other large offices, which would be Chicago and London. So that's, that's the plan, um, assuming that we're successful and we all have every, um, uh, you know, confidence that it will be. 
Well, Jamie, knowing you, I'm, I'm very confident it's going to be successful. I think you're going to put on an amazing program. And I'm thrilled yeah. that, again, we've partnered together to, to help you with the program. And if those listening are interested in, in looking at the program further and possibly applying, you can find information about the program on the Opre site. Just go to the Opre site and search Fitch, uh, and the program information comes up. And again, don't wait to apply because uh, there is uh, a time frame that they're going to take applications. So, Jamie, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm so glad you took the time, and I always think it's important to hear about these programs from the people that are putting them together and to give a little life to the company itself. So I really appreciate you being on the program, and I'm so excited to see how it goes. Well, thank you so much for having us and for partnering with us. If I could give a plug to your listeners, go to the website, use all of the resources that APRE um, makes available. It's You guys are just doing such a great job, and Fitch is so pleased to be partnering with you. And, and personally, it's been such a rewarding experience for me as well. Oh, thanks, Jamie. Thanks again. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. That was Jamie Krowitz, Managing Director and Global Head of Talent Programs at Fitch. Fitch is creating an incredible opportunity for women returning to work through their Credit Path Returnship Program, an amazing way to get training, mentorship, and really valuable work experience. Applications are open now for the next cohort that begins in September, so please make sure to check it out at opregroup.com. Thanks so much for listening and see you next week.